0: You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church, Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm so excited to bring the word this morning and it's our first meeting of the year. Praise God. Yeah? Well, I can tell some of you are excited. Can I see the excited ones? Okay, Uh, for the rest of us, we don't know what to expect. (laughs) And it's okay, it's the Lord himself that will meet with us. Amen. Amen. It's not about me, it's not about any man. I'm excited this morning because um, the Lord said to me that he's revealing pearls in this house. (laughs) He is... Revealing that, remember we talked about anything that is hiding you. He is revealing; he is unfolding. He's taking away the covering, and he's revealing pearls in the house. I'm um, that pearl that you are about to witness. Amen. You know, there's some things when when God is busy in your life, it's not evident to people. I sent something to one of our sisters here. I received this and it ministered to me. It says, by the way, so I'm working out nowadays. It might not be showing. But I'm working out. And this person sent this to me. <laughs> and it was so profound because the Lord has spoken to me. And he says, you know when you're on diet or when you're working out? After four weeks, you begin to see. So, I'm seeing something. Yeah. <laughs> me, 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 me. I'm seeing something. You might be seeing, look, if there are men listening, just Put your hands in your ear, you know, because they listen to this podcast. Just for 10 seconds, don't listen. This may be looking tight. But to you, it's tight. To me, it's comfortable. Because I'm feeling the weight loss. And then, four weeks later, that is what, eight weeks. Those who are close to you begin to see. Those who are close to you begin to say, hmm, I've noticed you are looking a little different. It doesn't happen in four weeks. In four weeks, only you know. In eight weeks, your close friends, your family members begin to say to you, I'm seeing something. But it's only those close to you. But wait until 12 weeks. In 12 weeks, that lady that checks you out at Woolworths will say, I have noticed that you are looking a little different. In 12 weeks, the world will begin to know that something has happened to you. And so I want to tell you this morning, That the pearl that has been forming inside you, you only knew that there was something happening. It was only you that realized God was busy working something in me. It was not yet obvious to anybody. No one could see. Why? Because it was forming in obscurity. It was not forming in a palace. It was not forming in a conducive environment. It was forming in a place where you're like, people are looking at you and thinking, where is this one going? What kind of life is this one living? This life doesn't look like it's going anywhere. This person doesn't look like she's going to amount to much. This one is always full of trouble. This one is always full of problems. Uh, But they don't know that you are in that four-week period where you know that something is happening inside you. They don't know it yet, but something is happening. And then you're moving from there, and you are going to eight weeks. And you are going to twelve. Weeks. I have news for somebody in this house. Your twelve week has arrived. <laughs> Hallelujah! The time of your revealing has arrived. The time when the world will begin to say, "I can see something happening in your life," has arrived. The Lord spoke to me about me, and I believe He's saying to someone here. He says. People have been viewing you, you know, with a myopic eye, or they're looking at you with such smallness. He says, "But the time of your unveiling has come." So the same ones, oh glory to God! The same people looking with small eyes, they would look at you and begin to wonder, "Is this the same person? Is this the same you?" Oh glory to God! I'm trying to get into this message. But I want you to know that maybe it is not yet 12 weeks for you. Maybe it is four weeks. Don't despair because your eighth week is coming. Don't despair because your twelfth week is coming. The time of your revelation is at hand. The very people that looked at you and they were wondering, where is this life going? Oh, she's been doing this for a while. Very soon they'll be seeking you out. Very soon, when they see you surrounded, surrounded by dignitaries, surrounded by all kinds of people, they would say, when did you get here? He says, it's not new. It has been forming inside of me for a while. God has been working it out in me for a while. Listen to me. The Bible calls you a pearl of great price. And this morning, I want to unlock. I want to tell you that he's unlocking that pearl. Hallelujah. Can I tell you how pearls are formed? I'm speaking to someone who is in the middle of an irritation. I'm speaking to someone who is struggling one way or the other. It feels like there's a thorn in your flesh. It feels like you are not making any headway. There's just that irritation in your life. That refuses to be expelled out of your life. Listen to me. An oyster is just an oyster. Until an irritation enters into its shell. The moment an irritation enters, he tries to expel it. Sometimes he succeeds. Or it succeeds. I'm assuming it's a male oyster. (laughs) But some other times it cannot. And when he's not able to expel what is inside the shell, just like you and I, sometimes there's some things we face and there's some irritations, there's some things pinching us. And you're like, Lord, I I really don't need this. I don't need this in my life. I don't want this thing. How long will this thing stay? And then you you, you, you become a prayer warrior and you are casting it out and that thing remains lodged in. It (laughs) says, no, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. Let, let me tell you something. It is about time you begin to use what irritates you to form something great. And so that irritation stays in there until the oyster realizes this thing is going nowhere. And I cannot live with this discomfort. So I'm going to do something about it. And it begins to cope that irritation. With a substance, with a liquid. I think we call it mother of pearl. That's where that name came from. And continues. And continues. And continues to quote it for a while. And that same irritation becomes a pearl. That, hello, I see it's revelation to some of us here. That same irritation. That thing that was in your life. That thing that was bothering you. That was irritating you. The Lord continued to say, just bring it to me. Just bring it to me. Let me continue to, to speak my word over it. You just come to me. Come in prayer. Come, come, come in worship. Just continue. I'm quoting it. I am pouring my grace upon that irritation. Don't give up. Don't push it out. Because it's going to form a pearl of great price within you. It's going to do something that will cost people. To value you like never before. It's an irritation. But it's been converted. The Bible says that God causes all things to work together. He causes all things. Isn't it about time that you take that thing that is not working in your life. And say Lord, I know you can rework this thing. I know you can rework it. I know you can make it work out for my good. There comes a time after the pearl has been formed. After the pearl has been formed, maybe that oyster is caught by a fisherman. And that fisherman opens it up and finds That pearl of great price. Now when he opens it, the shell becomes nothing. Do you know there's some things that will happen in your life that you are so attached to what has happened that you refuse to take from it the value that is required? Pastor always says, just take what you can from your experience and throw the rest of it away. But if you are going to hold on to that bad experience, you will not see the pearl that was in there. You will not see what is of value in what you've been through. Am I talking about cancer? Am, am I saying you should be molested and all? of That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm saying there are situations and there are things you can com- that can confront you. Things that you can face. Some irritants in your life. Hello? Some people are good irritants to me. And I'm sure in this house... I'm helping to form something in you. Maybe you're looking and say, this woman is such an irritant. I'm a good irritant. Some people don't agree that I'm a good irritant. (laughs) Or maybe you don't agree at all that I'm an irritant. Say amen if you don't agree. Ah... but one thing for sure is that some have been used in my life to produce pearls. As a matter of fact, some people don't know that I have strings of pearls just because of them. Because, <laughs> hallelujah, there are certain things that can happen in your life. You're constantly on your knees. There are certain things that they're, they're Things, they're pressures, they're irritations that can come your way. Amen. That you're constantly saying, Lord, show yourself strong. Amen. Be glorified in my life. Amen. Show yourself strong. Amen. This morning, take a minute. Take a, I want you to do that. Take a minute and think about that one irritant in human form. Think up you I know we all look like irritant human. There is that irritant in your life. Take a minute, lift up your hands and say, Lord, I thank you for this irritant. I said do that. Some of you don't do it. You don't realize. I think you're in a place where the pain is too much that you can't even say thank you. You're in the place where they're pinching you so much that you cannot say thank you. But if I recognized you as an irritant that God is using to form something in me, I'll go to you and say, I just want to thank you. (laughs) For everything you are doing in my life. (laughs) I just want to thank you for being so disagreeable. I just want to thank you for always finding faults. I want to say thank you because nothing I say is pleasing. I want to say thank you. Nothing I do is satisfactory. I want to say thank you because, you see, with all of this, you're building something. Something has been built in me. There is patience being built in me. I'm persevering now. Hallelujah. I'm persevering. Something is happening inside me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for not honoring me. Uh, thank you. Because I don't really need your honor. Thank you. Thank you for not valuing me. Uh, because you do not value me, I can go to the Lord and say, well, what do you think of me? And he says, you are precious before me. Thank you. Thank you that you don't value me. Thank you that you do not regard me. I I want to thank you. I thank you that every step I take, I put a foot wrong where you are concerned. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for opposing me. Because your opposition is forming something in me. (laughs) You better begin to look at life that way. You better begin to look at what God is doing that way. When you start looking at things, even the enemy will be fed up. How many remember the message flipping the script of the enemy? When the enemy brings something and expects you to respond in a particular way, and you flip the script, you respond differently. Hallelujah. First Timothy chapter 4, let's read 13 to 15. This is the word the Lord gave me. It says, till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. The Lord is saying to me, your profiting is going to appear to all. You see that 12 weeks is appearing to all. And for that profiting to appear, for that pearl to appear, to be revealed, it means that there are certain things you must give attention to. Instead of giving attention to the irritation, give attention to the word. Give attention to prophecy listen to me, you know there are things that can be happening contrary to what God has said but you are saying Lord this is what you said and I'm going to wage a good warfare with this prophecy, give attention to what God has said and your profiting is going to appear to all your profiting is going to appear to all, your shining your radiation hallelujah, you will, begin, you will become radiant and it will be it will be uh, uh, visible to everyone, amen Hallelujah, hallelujah. I, I remember a man called Gideon in scripture who the Lord approached and called a mighty man of valor. And Gideon was confused and wondering who is God talking about? Can it be me? Don't flatter me because I don't feel like a mighty man. Don't flatter me because there are things happening in my life that I've not been able to conquer. How can you call me mighty? There is someone in the house this morning that the Lord is speaking to like he spoke to Gideon. He's calling you a mighty man of valor. He's calling you a pearl of great price. And your response to him, and your response for some time, has been, Lord, if I was truly so valuable before you, why are all these things happening in my life? If I was truly valuable before you, oh, I, see, I hear the Lord saying about somebody, That you feel so soiled. You are so soiled that when he says you are valuable, you are thinking, I cannot be valuable because I'm messed up. I cannot be valuable because I have used my body to do all sorts of things. He knew what you were doing with your body when he said you were valuable. He knew what you were doing with your body when he said you are a pearl and you are a priceless possession. He knew what was happening with you when he said you are a vessel that is being created for great honor. If you're here this morning, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. But I just want to flow with the Spirit this morning. You're here in this house. And you are saying, Lord, I'm not of much value. I've been trying for a while to get right. I've been trying for a while. But every time I get back in the same mess, every time I go back, I come out of it and I can only stay out for just a very, very short time and I'm back in there. When you talk about value, you are not talking about me. The enemy has lied to you for so long. But I have news for you this morning. If you are that person, I send the word of the Lord to you. And I say to you that you are valuable.
1: That
0: it doesn't matter what has happened with you. And what you have even purposely. It is one thing somebody abusing you. It is another thing you going and abusing yourself. It says it doesn't matter what you have done. Today, I call you a pearl. Today I call you precious. Amen. He says, come away from there. Come away from what soils you. Come away. Don't be like a dog going back to its vomit. Don't be like the pig that loves to roll around in filth and in mud. I have separated you today. I have put a distinction on you. I have made you distinct even from the group that you are usually with. The very people that you roll around in the mud with, I have separated you. I have called you out of that darkness. It is time for you to rise up and to begin to shine. The enemy has constantly lied to you. But today I bring good news. I say you are accepted in the beloved.
1: Amen.
0: You are accepted in the beloved. Somebody lift up your hands and just thank him. Thank him this morning. Ma ikatola baba. I call you precious. I call you valuable you are so valuable that I sent my only begotten for you you are so valuable that I sent the one that is priceless and he paid a high price and he's calling you out of obscurity today He's calling you out of that place.. We are taking a minute to allow the Lord to do what He wants to do. Malika Tolaba. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. There's a deep work the Lord is doing. There's a deep work the Lord is doing. In some hearts in this place... Maybe you've always valued yourself. But there are people in this house that need this. That need the surgery that is taking place. That need this word from God. And Lord, we ask that you will touch every heart here. That requires this word and requires your hand. Do a work in them. Do a work in them. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And the Lord said to me... That we are about to be transfigured. Amen. Amen. Because that pearl... Now, if you allow the workings of his spirit... In your life... If you allow what even seems irritating... If you allow him to complete what he's doing... It produces that pearl. And it produces something in your life... That will be so glorious and so valuable people will be looking for you. <laughs> they will be looking for you and they'll be ready to pay anything. When I think about Joseph, I think of a man who was second in command, who was prime minister. Uh, and, and we look at the life of this man and a lot of us are like, I wish I can have this kind of experience. Not, not the earlier part of his experience. But I wish I can be someone who controls the economy of a nation. I wish I can be well positioned and well placed like this. But the thing you do not understand is that uh, uh, Joseph had some irritants in his life. Uh, Joseph had some things that were bothering him at some point. Uh, He had irritation in his life where even his brothers betrayed him. Are you following? Have you been betrayed by the one who is supposed to celebrate you? By the one who is supposed to stand by your side. The very person who is supposed to say, where you go, I will go. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. But it's the same person that betrayed you. He had an irritant in his life. Where uh, Potiphar's wife decided, come sleep with me. And he says, I will not do this before my God. And so, some of you, because you have chosen not to follow what the enemy wants you to do, you have faced some irritation. You have faced some setback. Because this guy was thrown in prison because he did not yield. That was an irritation in his life. And then he went into prison and he was busy interpreting dreams. And when he was uh, and he was there, and he begged the butler and the, uh, uh, the the butler, remember me when you leave this place. But he was forgotten; he was not remembered until there came a time where his pearl was revealed. Until there came a time when twelve weeks came. When twelve weeks came, the world needed what he was carrying. The world needed what he had. I want to read something that was so interesting to me. Because you see, we read scripture. And sometimes there are things we do not notice. And yes, I know that maybe you saw it at some point. Let's look at Genesis chapter 42, verse 6 to 8. If you remember clearly, he was made, he was put in charge, Joseph. Of the economy, more or less, and there came a time when his own brothers came to Egypt to buy food. They came, remember the, the same people who sold him, the same people who did not think he was worth anything. They came. Let's read forty-two six. It says, "And Joseph now Joseph was governor over the land, and it was he." Who sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brothers came and bowed down before him with their faces to the earth. Take note. Joseph saw his brothers and recognized them. But he acted as a stranger to them and spoke roughly to them. Then he said to them, Where do you come from? And they said, From the land of Canaan to Bifu, just stop here for a minute. Joseph saw his brothers and he recognized them. His brothers saw Joseph but did not recognize him. Joseph saw his brothers, they looked the same. Not much had happened in their life. Maybe there was nothing irritating them, nothing to showcase the pearl that they were carrying. They still looked like they looked. They still looked wicked. Are you following me? Nothing had been transformed in their lives. They looked exactly the same. Those very people that have been mistreating you, the very people that have been talking bad about you, when you eventually see them, you're like, you are still like this. Are you still here? But because it was Joseph's twelfth week. They came and they could not recognize him. Instead they were bowing before him. They were bowing before the very one that was sold to slavery. But they did not know he was the same guy. Because he had been processed. Somebody say processed. Because that irritation that was in his life. Instead of going before God and just crying and saying, Lord, what nonsense is this? I thought I had a vision at some point. I thought you said some things to me. Why am I still in this mess? Did you not send me here? Did you not say that my brothers will bow before me? What is all this? He didn't waste his time on that. He was able to take all of the irritation. Yielded to God. And there came a time that I call his transfiguration. When he was on another level. Where he was on a different level altogether. That even those who knew him before could not recognize him. I know that this is what God is saying to me. And he's saying to you in this house. That even those who had seen you before will not recognize you. God just spoke to me about you now. (laughs) 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 Glory to God. You see, I'm seeing you transfigured. I'm seeing you placed is like one who is on top of a mountain. On top of a mountain where people cannot really ascend to. A level, a level where it is only by the hand of God that you can get there. Listen to me. The Lord said it is not by climbing. That you will get to the top of that mountain. So it is not a gradual progress, it is not you climbing up the mountain one step at a time, it is he placing you on his hand and taking you up and placing you upon that mountain where you are being transfigured, and people will look at you, and when they tell them it is you, they will say, How is it possible? there are people that will say I remember her oh we used to be classmates we were in school together isn't it the same UCT lady you are talking about I remember her clearly but the Lord is saying by my very hand by my very hand says I'm breaking open the shell I'm breaking open that shell. Yeah. And I'm taking you and I'm placing you before kings. Wow. Glory to God. Now you you think that there, there are places you have been and there's things that you have seen and there are experiences that you have had. But the Lord said those things were like climbing by yourself. Wow. He says, But I'm taking you beyond that. Wow. Climb up. Amen. Get on. And let me take you to great heights. (laughs) Hallelujah. There is transfiguration taking place. You are changing. You are changing. You are being revealed. That thing that has been covering you is being removed. Because you have yielded yourself to him for a while, and you have—you see—there has been such spiritual exercise that has been taking place. Ah, uh, you've been getting in shape spiritually. You've been getting in shape spiritually. Suddenly, we're going to see you appearing, and we're going to see you revealing. Moses. Before I get to Moses, he says. To He said to them, where do you come from? And they said from the land of Canaan to buy food. Keep going. I think I want uh, chapter 45. I'll read verse 4. And Joseph, it was time for revelation. And Joseph said to his brothers, please come near to me. So they came near. And then he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold. Uh, Excuse me, you know you need to reintroduce yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, Rumbi, you would need to reintroduce yourself again to the people who knew you. Are you hearing me? To the ones who knew you, but they knew you differently. So now you're going to stand up and you say, I am Rumbi, the one who has been purchased (laughs) by the blood of Christ. Amen. I am Rumbi, a pearl of great price. Are you following? You need to begin to reintroduce yourself again. Because you see, they will not recognize you. They will not know that it is you unless you begin to say, it is I. It is I. And so he said to them, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. Keep going. But now, do not therefore be grieved or angry with yourself because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve life. Amen. Uh, Excuse me. They are the same irritants. And I need you to understand when I'm talking about irritants, I'm not speaking out of bitterness. Are are you following? Uh, There's some of you, you know the things you've been through. Don't be bitter about those things. (laughs) But, but when you begin to reintroduce yourself and, and they begin to bow and, 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 you know, people are like, are you serious? Is it you? You will say, don't worry. It was necessary that I was afflicted. It was necessary that God used you in this way in my life. It was necessary that I went through what I went through. It was necessary that I was sold into slavery. It was necessary. Because God needed to use me to preserve. I think that some of what I have been through and some of what you have been through is for me to be able to stand where I'm standing today and speak what I'm speaking today. Perhaps if I had not gone through certain processes, I would not be standing. And I have news for you. This is just, is like the first step. There's still more revelation coming. Amen. In your life, there's revelation. You, you, you are that clay that, that, that was put on the wheel of the potter. And, and when you were put on the wheel of the potter, you were, you, were, you were not happy. It was an irritation because it was spinning and spinning and spinning. And you're saying, Lord, I'm dizzy, I'm tired. Wow. And then you went from there, you're being molded. Things have been removed from out of your life. He's chipping things. He's saying you are too proud. Remove that. He's saying, you get easily angered. Uh, this has to work. You always have funny feelings. That's jealousy. Uh. Can I stay on funny feeling a little? <laughs> when you cannot see someone else and be happy for them, then you get, it's passed off a that coined it. That thing that just rises inside you. When you see Munewa coming in in her yellow, then you're, then you're like, what's all the shining? Uh, so that everybody will see that she has arrived. Uh, uh, that, that funny feeling or you're walking, do you know sometimes you're walking your usual way and they say you're walking in a particular way? Yeah. <clears throat> Hello? Yeah. If I walk today, sometimes they think, oh, she's trotting her stuff. She's, I'm just walking. <laughs> we all have different ways of walking. Yeah. Uh, are you following? And so that funny feeling, sometimes when you're on that wheel, he makes sure I have to get rid of this one and I have to remove that one. Yeah. I have to cut this one out of your life. Uh, And then when you think you are getting there, have you ever felt, I I think I've done well now, I'm arriving. I've been good, you know. I've done well. And he says, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm, Fire. And he puts you in the fire. Because it's still part of the process. It is still what is going to cause you to be valuable. It is still what will bring you. It's a process to bring you to the end. And you're in the fire. And you're thinking, why again? Why the fire? But he's saying, hold on. Hold on. By the time I have finished, I will be able to reveal you. By the time I have finished, I will be able to unveil that precious pearl. That jewelry that I have made. Are you hearing me this morning? This morning I know. That there are people that are in their 12th week, and I want to announce an unveiling. I want to announce a revelation of who you are. And there are people in their fourth week. And there's some, I know some people say, no, I don't want to be in four weeks. I I want to get to 12 weeks. No, but you are, if you are in your fourth week, you are just in your fourth week, and you will move from four to eight. Uh, there's progress that is taking place. And I want you to be encouraged this morning. I want you to know that whatever it is that is going on in your life, you're getting to that place where God will reveal you. Where you will forget, you will forget the pain of your youth. You will forget the things that happened. Listen, there was a woman of God that told me some years ago. She said, by the time God takes you where he's taking you. She says... The car alone, and and we're not talking cars per se. She says, it will contain you. It will contain your children. It will contain your children's children. It will contain as many people as as you want to bring on this ride. In other words, God will enlarge you. He will enlarge you that you will forget the things that you had to suffer. If you have ever pushed a baby out... When you are going through that process, you don't want any sweet love talk. And then you are telling yourself, while in labor, I will not, nothing in this world is bringing me back to this hospital. And the nurse will say, see you next year. Or see you in two years. And you are saying it's impossible. Me, Never. I can never come back here again. I'm done for good. But do you know why some women, after one, not even two years, after one year, they're there again. Do you know why they're there? Because they forgot. She goes. As hard as you tried. I'm, is there a witness here? As as hard as you try, try your very best. You can't really remember how painful. You can only talk about, you can say it was painful, but you can't relieve that pain. You can't. You just know, ah, it was an experience. But for you to put yourself in that place again, you can't. And that's why you go for round two. will forget you will forget the pain from yesterday by the time you start showing when you were still before you got to four weeks when you could see yourself ah you you were not sure there was a lot of pain look I'm going through stuff hey with this so called exercise there's a lot of pain involved Do you understand? Uh, But I think by the time, in terms of my body, by the time I get to that 12 weeks, I will forget what it was like to have to eat right and to have to work out and to have to say no to some things that I love so much. You will forget. So get to that place now where you begin to say to yourself, the things that God is working out in me, I yield to it. I yield myself to it. I refuse to fight, to fight that which is going to produce a treasure within me. Listen to me, I've said it. If there is something that you've gone through that is, in fact, you cannot tell people because of how terrifying it is and how grievous and how painful it is, I think it's time for you to say, Lord, I give it to you. Can you take this And reproduce it. Can you take this situation. And cause it to become a pearl. Let there be value. To my pain. Let there be value. To what I have been through. Let it not be a waste. Let my pain not be useless. Let me be able to look and say. It was good that this happened. You cannot say this while it is happening. It is something you will say when you have been able to convert it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to read one scripture to you. And then we'll look to the Lord and pray. Hallelujah. Isaiah 54. I just quoted a bit of it. But I want to declare it and speak it over us. And we're going to read from verse 4 to the end. You know, you you have to come to a place where, like Job, you can say, I know that my Redeemer lives. You need to come to that place uh, where it is not about how you are feeling. It is about what you know. Where what you know trumps what you are feeling. You say, I know that my Redeemer lived." It says, do not fear, for you you will not be ashamed. Can I hear a bigger amen? amen? Never be disgraced. For you will not be put to shame. Amen. For you will forget the shame of your youth. Yes. And will not remember the reproach of your wicked widowhood anymore. Amen. For your maker is your husband. Yes. The Lord of hosts is his name. And yes. your redeemer is the holy one of Israel. Amen. He is called the God of the whole earth. Amen. For the Lord has called you like a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit. Like a youthful wife when you were refused, says your God. For a mere moment I have forsaken you, but with great mercy I will gather you. With a little wrath I hid my face from you for a moment, but with everlasting kindness I will have mercy on you, says the Lord your Redeemer. Can I hear an amen? Amen. For this is like the waters of Noah to me, for as I have sworn that the waters of Noah will no longer cover the earth, so I have sworn that I will not be angry with you nor rebuke you. For the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord who has mercy on you. All you afflicted one tossed with tempest And not comforted. Behold. I will lay your stones with colorful gems. And lay your foundations with sapphires. I will make your pinnacles of rubies. Your gates of crystal. And all your walls of precious stone. All your children shall be taught by the Lord. And great shall be the peace of your children. In righteousness you shall be established. And you shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear, and from, ter- and from terror, for it shall not come near you. Can somebody shout hallelujah? hallelujah? Indeed, they shall surely assemble, but not because of me. Whoever assembles against you shall fall for your sake. Somebody shout hallelujah! Hallelujah! I want you to know that this is the word of the Lord to you. You will not be ashamed. You will not remember the pain of yesterday. Because he's causing his glory to come upon you. And to be revealed through you. And to be revealed in you. He's bringing now the precious stones and the precious things that he has placed within you. It is becoming obvious. It is becoming obvious. Come on, stand to your feet and begin to say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. Because you are unveiling and you are revealing the pearl that you have put within me. You are unveiling and you are revealing the things that you have put within me. I want to thank you, oh God. I thank you, Lord. It doesn't matter the irritation, it doesn't matter the trials, it doesn't matter the things that I am facing. But I know that it is producing pearls of greatness. It is producing in me. It is producing in me pearls of great value. I thank you this morning. Lift up your voice and begin to thank him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for my time of revelation. Thank you for my time of revelation. Lord, I want to thank you. Because I may only be four weeks gone. But I thank you. Because the time is coming uh, when my profiting shall appear to all. When my profiting shall appear to all. When my profiting shall appear to all. I thank you, O Lord. I give you praise. I give you glory. Malika Tola Baba. Mazila Banderi and Makanderi and Mazus Ma kika la banderia, me zolo banderia nde yelede, ma zuzkebri nde yarada. la ma riba ba baba ba, ba, me zula ba, 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 ba. bandere Ma kika tondoriya, ma libri nde yelebe, ma zontori nde yarada. kika tu la me Mezuzkepe. Malika tu la banda yalada. Mazula banderiak. Mekika to la banda yalada. Lebre de o Malikete. Reke to banda yalada. Mazuzkepe. Malibrande yedede. Moleke to shkata. Mazula baba Mazula Baba Reke Rekete lebrek. Malikantolo boshda. Meli brande hiska pa, mezula bababa, Maika Tula branda yalada, leke pe. Jesus, Masika papa pa pa pa, papa zika pa pa pa, mazi pa pa pa, malika tula ba, meli anteyala Mekika shteria, mezula Brazula zula Zulabra Zulabra Malikate. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. This ministry has come to you live from every nation Midrand.